Welcome to First Fleet 10-4. Hello and welcome to the First Fleet 10-4 podcast. I'll be your host today, Elizabeth Windham, and I'm very excited to have introduce a few guests with us today. We have Ken Skrmali, the First Fleet Director of Recruiting. And then we also have Jay Olenicek, the director good, good. of, thank you. <laughs> if you could see this spelled, you would be impressed too. <laughs> um, the director of, actually. Uh, is Brokerage it? and okay. logistics. Yes. Gotcha. I'm like, is it interactive? I, I've just yes. always called it interactive. Interactive. Got it. The okay. brokerage division. The brokerage division. It's awesome. We are glad that you both are here. I invited you on because I really wanted to hear about what, what is our world looking like in in regards to trucking? You know, I know I've heard a few news stories and, you know, people on Facebook seem really nervous about this driver shortage and what's going on. And mm-hmm. I know that COVID's messed up a lot of stuff. And so I was just wondering if I could get a little bit uh, from both of you today about, uh, well, first off, let's start with what you do here at First Fleet. And then let's just talk about what our current environment looks like here in the U.S. in the trucking world. Okay. So, all right. Jay, you want to take us? Start us off. Okay, uh, I'm the head of brokerage, and uh, which also handles the backhaul division. Uh, so half my team covers backhaul for our dedicated lanes, and the other half goes out and finds outside carriers. Okay, very cool. Elizabeth, thanks for having us. Glad today. to have you, Ken. Yeah. So uh, I oversee the recruiting department. Uh, we handle all the applications that come in which right now we're averaging about 1,500 applications a month, which is uh, a wow. pretty high number. Mm-hmm. So there is a lot to go through with every application, but we're happy to have each one. Uh, we also handle all the recruiting elements with the drivers that call in, with our ads that are out there. We manage and create our ads and get them out in the right places. So there is a lot going on in recruiting right now, as you can imagine. So um, you guys are getting a lot of applications. That's great. Has that changed recently or is that a, a it, new influx? It has. We have made a change with a marketing company for the first time ever in our history, uh, First Fleet's history. And that has given us a whole nother layer, uh, a whole nother level of where we're advertising uh, driver-specific sites that we've never been part of before. Uh, also with Google and Indeed and all the various locations where the ads can be placed. And it also gives us a level of uh, professionalism with our ads that didn't exist before. We did all that internally. So now we have professionals helping us create these ads, get them out there. Um, And it's definitely driven the uh, excitement and interest up on a company. Uh, Basically, we have... 3,000 trucks and 140 locations around the nation, and most drivers have never heard of us. We recognized that was a problem. So that's why we we went outside and and got a marketing company to really help get our name and our brand out there so folks can understand who we are and what we do. Okay. Sounds like a good plan. It is. And it it sounds like it's working, too. And it has been profitable, yes, indeed. So we were were averaging around 1,000 applications prior to that and now we're up to about 1500 a month. That's wonderful. So okay. that's that's a nice jump. Yeah. And what have you guys what have both of you noticed? I know um I know Jay in brokerage you handle the loads when we don't have the drivers to to manage them, right? <laughs> Absolutely. So I, I'm really rooting for Ken so I can get a lower uh, workload. Uh, definitely. Uh, so 
but yeah, and our numbers have been increasing. Uh, we're growing as a company, and um, you know we just can't uh, bring in enough drivers for that growth. And sure, um, retention is also a key element of that. I really want Ken to succeed mm-hmm. uh, to in this, so so my team doesn't have to work as hard. There definitely, but right. uh, yeah, that's that's the market right now. It's it's really tough to get drivers, and uh, luckily we were able to outsource a lot of these loads and and get carriers in. But that's not it's not uh, ideal. It's I not know. ideal, yeah. and it's not profitable way to do business. Sure, so we'd rather do it our, in our own trucks. Do you see a way that the current situation will get better on on driver? Because and is there a driver shortage? Have, is that what you have noticed? Definitely. Well, there 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 definitely is, and there's um, some factors. And every year, it seems like for the last ten years, you hear that there's a driver shortage. Well, this time mm-hmm. it really is true. A big part of that is is in 2020. Uh, 80,000 plus drivers got out of the industry. Whoa. Some of that is due to the clearinghouse rule that the DOT created last year, was the first mm-hmm. full year of it. And uh, a lot Not of drivers. Publishers clearinghouse. Beg your pardon? <laughs> Not publishers clearinghouse. Not publishers clearinghouse. <laughs> a clearinghouse, uh, if you're a driver and you're listening to this, you've probably heard that phrase. And I'm sure by now you've gone in to find out what the clearinghouse it is, what it is. But the DOT has created this new rule. It is a place where all employers can drop uh, the drug and alcohol testing results into one place. So all employers can see what every other employer has put in there for any specific driver. Um, uh-huh. Also, the MROs are required to report directly to that site as well. So MRO? even if the, the medical review officer, uh, which okay. is basically the, the, the folks in the lab who review the, the, the testing results, they are required to report directly to the clearinghouse. So there's no getting around it. Um, and as more states increase or legalize certain drugs like marijuana, the DOT, as we know, on the federal level has not. So more states are doing it. Uh, Unfortunately, more folks are trying it or using it, and they're also testing positive. So that caused a a big big drop in the amount of drivers that are even eligible to drive anymore. That was part of it. Also, COVID, as we know, with the shutdown of a lot of locations, some older drivers just decided it was their year to retire. And never came back. Yeah. That has definitely helped create uh, the environment that we're in now of this major, major shortage. The yeah. other piece of that, the same same coin, just the other side, is all that freight that got backed up at the ports and warehouses, uh, wherever the freight is coming from, shut down last year. Well, now it opened up like a flood, and there's all this freight to move. Mm-hmm. And fewer drivers to do it. Less capacity. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I, I can vouch for that part. Yes, that's yeah. the capacity Ooh. word that yes. Jay knows so well. Well, I do. <laughs> I do. And that that has driven up market rates all over the place. Um, back to the clearinghouse, a question for you is sure. uh, what's the rules for owner-operators? Because what I've seen recently is there's a lot more people – Going out and buying their own trucks. Right. Drivers have been doing this for a long time. I'm just going to be my own boss. Is the clearinghouse maybe driving that? Could could be, although if you're an owner-operator, you still have to be part of a consortium for drug and alcohol testing, which means 
I am a owner operator. I, I own one truck. I have to get part or become part of a much bigger, broader group of people. Consortium is what that's called. And we're all now part of a huge random testing pool. It's done by some, you know, unknown group of people or unknown company out there somewhere that pulls all these drivers in. There's not just one company. There's many that do it, but it's very easy to become part of a consortium specifically designed for owner operators. Now that consortium reports directly to the clearinghouse. Basically, if you're a CDLA driver, you are required to register with the clearinghouse, whether you're an owner operator or not. Okay. So, so th those drivers out there that are thinking they'll get around this by just getting their own truck, no, no, they're not going to. They're they're not going to. Gotcha. I'm sure there could be some em employers in the future that would hire that driver by going outside of the rules, but most legitimate companies like ours, we are required to get that information mm -hmm. uh, and just understand that that the rule has not changed as far as we have to get that information going back at least three years for drug and alcohol testing for previous employers. The only thing that's different now is this clearinghouse that the DOT created where that data is is stored and kept for everybody to see. Gotcha. Okay. So, and I do know I've heard enough from risk management to know that CBD oil also counts and could also give you a hit, a positive hit it could. on that. Wow. That's yeah. Right. yeah. I've heard Debbie yeah. over in risk management talk about that a lot. That's so. right. Yeah. So it was a perfect storm last year as far as getting capacity out of the market. Man, that's yes. correct. I had no yeah. idea. Yeah. That's it's, correct. It's, I've been doing this 27 years and I, I think it's probably the worst year I've ever seen for a driver. Same. Same. I'm, I'm, I'm just about a year or two beyond that, and I've never seen it quite like this. Wow. Okay. So we know the need. Mm -hmm. So we know why recruiting matters. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so what are we doing about it? Well, we are, uh, number one, uh, which I already stated, we are getting our ads out there more. They're, they're, and they're bigger. looking great. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. The, mm -hmm. the marketing company has worked really well with us to get our uh, culture kind of out there on on the ads and what kind of message we're looking to, to present to the world at large. Yeah, and sure. we're really happy with it. It, it uh yeah, we're we're really happy with the 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 expanse of how those ads have gotten out there. Sure. So that is the very first thing, and nice. and we're seeing some results there yeah. for sure. I know on my side in the IT world, we have uh, <laughs> all during the COVID shutdown. Actually, we got started the week before the world shut down, maybe two weeks, mm -hmm. uh, putting transitioning our first terminal over into platform science, uh, where we just got that started. And so we we have been working to. We got rid of Qualcomm. Omnitrax is gone. Mm -hmm. The world, the first fleet world rejoiced. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is really, really nice. Yeah. Oh, man, those ta those oh. tablets and the tech we have is, yeah. I mean, yeah. second that's, to none. That's one great thing about first fleet is the technology and that's the equipment. Right. No, the, the driver comes first here. That's, uh, that's speaking from, from the other side of, of the building where we, we deal with outside carriers, uh, you know, it's it's we we look over here and we see the the equipment, the technology is is top notch. It's yes, incredible, definitely awesome. So, what else are we doing? We are uh, working with our managers, especially our our younger managers that may be relatively new to the transportation world, maybe a year or two year experience, whatever it is. We're working a little bit closer with those folks on the retention awesome. side of things. Okay. So we're kind of like train the trainer, if you want to call it that. But uh, uh, yeah, we're we're helping them understand how to uh, go over a driver's pay 
after they get their first pay, Huge. second pay. Yeah. Uh, when drivers have questions, and we know a lot of questions come up regarding the pay, and managers can now take the time to review it with the driver to see where the hits and the misses may have been, where they could have made more money or where they did extremely well and how to replicate that for the following week. Uh, so we're, we're trying to train our driver, or I'm sorry, train our managers how to work with drivers in that kind of sense. And also how to have more of an open door uh, where drivers awesome. are free to come in and have the conversation or a hard conversation with a manager that, that may be a difficult one. How managers respond to that, how they react to that, how the mutual respect is built between the driver and the manager. We think that's a really good first step also on the retention side of things. We're working also very hard to revamp our entire orientation process. Yes. When we have 140 locations all doing orientations, getting consistency, getting our culture out there uh, across the board for every location, every manager, that's the challenge. And that's, that's something we have uh, um, are working hard to improve. Awesome. And of course, you were saying drivers always have questions about their pay. So what are we doing in that regard? You know, I'm always hearing pay by mile, you know, how many cents per mile do you make? Or does that matter at First Fleet? Or what does that look like? Yeah, it absolutely matters. Uh, That's the number one question for drivers. Uh, It's all about pay and home time. It's just the nature of, of the business. So we do have competitive pay at all of our regions and our locations across the country. We are uh, mindful of what our competitors are doing. Sure. Our customers are also mindful of this as well, and they work with us to offer competitive pay to our drivers. Um, we want to keep that door open where we can have that conversation when a driver does get frustrated, uh, where he feels he's not making the pay that he thought he would make. That's always a big concern. We want to handle things with a lot of integrity on the recruiting side, especially. That's where it starts, where we say honestly what a driver can make and what the expectation is for that driver. And we, again, are teaching our managers to also carry that through. And that's why we want to review with a driver in the first few weeks their pay to say, hey, we said you could expect this amount a week. You came below that. Let's see what happened, what why that was. It. Yeah. Was it an operational problem? Was it a delay from the shipper, from the customer? Or was it some decisions that were made on the road that possibly caused you some time, which of course is money? So those are the details we like to go over. And once we can on a, on a, on a level basis, on a um, respectful basis between the driver and the manager, usually a light bulb goes off in somebody's mind and they say, oh, if I try that next week, I can do better. I can make more money. Even the manager can be taught to do that too and say, oh, I see where some decisions we made after hours may have cost some time. So we're working on that from both angles. But a competitive pay is something we absolutely have and uh, we're proud of. In fact, yeah. in some cases, we pay more than most of the competition does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know we've got competitive yeah. benefits as well. The benefits oh, is man. a big deal. Yeah. Yes. It's big great deal. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Right now it's a as a, a single person, I pay five bucks a week. That's right. Yeah. A single, I mean, you yeah. can't get better than that. Five dollars a week. Which apparently the deadline is ending soon to do your wellness. Because we get I get a fifteen dollar yeah. credit from August. First Fleet. That's right. End of August. If you don't have it yet, you gotta get your wellness points to get that fifteen dollar pay like credit into your account where mm-hmm. First Fleet pays you fifteen bucks just to be 
part of the wellness program. And that's how my benefits are $5. Yeah, it's incredible. I've been to at a few companies and this is by far the best transportation company as far as benefits. Yeah. Health benefits, everything. That's right. Yeah. And having a family on your plan, it's $20 a week out of my Mm -hmm. pay. Yeah. I have two children, wife and two children on the plan. It's $20 out of my pay, but mm-hmm. the company gives $110 into my HSA account every month. There you go. So it's costing me $80 out of my paycheck, but the company gives $110 into the <laughs> health know. savings account to help pay for medicines and yeah. various things yep. health-related. Yeah. So you can't it's, beat that. it's, it's no. better than free health care. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And, and, and that, that, and I was going to say uh, earlier, the... Uh, Going over the driver's pay uh, first and second week really, really speaks to how First Fleet cares about the drivers. Yes. I mean, how many other companies out there are going to call the driver in and say, hey, everything going good, you know? Yeah. Yes. And go awesome. that extra step. Let's let's review a few things. Make sure you, you are on the same page as we are and you, uh, you know, we're fulfilling the obligation or, or what we said we would when you were recruited. That's right. Uh, so not a lot of companies would go that extra step. That's right. It's making sure we're meeting the driver's expectations mm-hmm. and that the driver's meeting our expectations as well. Yeah. So yeah. and that's really where that mutual trust yeah. and respect starts. Yeah. yeah. Communication is key. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we started this, why we want to hear from drivers, why we want to hear from our team. And it's why we have our little helpline. You can call in. Ask us any question on the podcast. It'll be in the show notes. And um, that's why we do these. I love it. Excellent. This is so yeah. awesome. Yeah, Very this good. is fun. Yeah. Thank you both for coming on. Mm-hmm. Any any final words, best ways? Oh, I do know that there's a pretty good recruiting bonus. Isn't there a... Um, sign-on uh, bonus? Sign, no, no, no. Not a sign-on bonus. A uh, What's the one referral? if you... Referral bonus. Yes. That's the one. We do have... We have both. We have referral bonuses, uh, uh-huh. which is a standard... $500 for referring another driver and some locations it pays even more. And we also have a sign-on bonus at most locations. Uh, some of our larger locations also up to $5,000. So that is not across the board. I, I'm going to take a, a few days off and just go to the truck stop <laughs> and recruit. Right. Know, wow. Right. right. There so, you go. And again, that's, that <laughs> that's a matter of we have to stay competitive and we yes. want the best drivers. So yeah. Uh, that's that's part of that for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I will tell everyone listening to this podcast, you can get that recruitment bonus too. All you have to do is go into the First Fleet mobile app. There's a little thing, um, there's a little tab that's called referral, and you can text the link or copy the link and post it on Facebook to whoever you're talking to. It's all right there on your phone, and it's your personal link. And when that person clicks on that link, when they apply, it automatically links to your account. And so you get a record of them signing on. And That's right. And how long do they and, have to work? And your name will be on their application. Got it. Which okay. then gives you credit for the referral. Perfect. So okay. that's the best way to do it. So it's usually that's 90 cool. days. That, okay. that, that the driver you're referring would have to be here 90 days uh, for you to get the bonus. Gotcha. So I just need to text out this link to everybody I know. That's yeah. right. That's how you do it. Literally. Definitely. Okay. Very That's cool. Right. 
Awesome. Any other parting words of wisdom you have for us? I know Jay's trying to not work so hard, so he wants Ken to work harder. That's what I was going to say. I'm really rooting for recruiting. (laughs) Ken, you know, if I have to get you some Red Bull, I'll buy you a case of Red Bull, whatever it takes. That's right. Keep at it. Yeah. No, we're we're really proud and proud of our team. It's a very tough time for recruiting right now. They're taking a ton of calls, ton of applications, as I said. So everybody's putting in the extra time for sure. Uh, But we have some great new locations, new customers, growing with current customers. So we're really happy to be a part of a growing company. And uh, that just comes with it. And nobody's complaining. That's for sure. So, (laughs) What a note to end on. Thanks for for coming on, Ken. Jay, I really appreciate you both taking your time. And uh, Mm -hmm. thank you all for listening. We hope you had a great time and learned a lot. And uh, drive safe out there. Thanks, everyone. Thank you.